we go to our US correspondent, Charles Croucher. Charles, thank you so much for being on the program as always. Great to speak to you this afternoon. Yeah, g'day, Charles. Now, well, those words, absolute chaotic disaster. It's, it's, it's a reasonably um, extraordinary thing for a former president to use language like that is, uh, about the incumbent's handling of this, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And Barack Obama has been particularly quiet over the last three and a half years about the way that Donald Trump is tracking. Now, we are getting closer to an election and that may factor in, but it's now just ticked over 79,000 uh, Americans that have died at the hands of COVID-19. It will crack 80,000 tonight and there's no real sign of that slowing anytime soon. And that's where Barack Obama has intervened. He said that even with a good government, this would have been a difficult, uh, a difficult task to to beat a difficult pandemic to to, to quash, uh, he said. But this has been chaotic. And look, laying the laying the foundations for what is, I, I'd imagine, a lot of criticism to come, and, and probably rightful criticism, given where the US are at the moment. What's the reaction been politically from, say, Republicans to Obama's comments? Well, we know that Donald Trump doesn't like Barack Obama. That's been said several times, time and time again. We know that he is critical of, of some of the, the impacts and the decisions made by the uh, Obama administration throughout their time. So I suspect, like so many things in the US, this will just be people retreating to their corners and uh, continuing on what has been a, a cycle of division, uh, and one that's been spurned on by the president. There's also something going on in the States with the black man who was running how dare he go for a jog in his neighbourhood? And he was hunted down. He was essentially lynched by two racist white men, one who I understand was a former cop. Uh, and Trump has said that you know his first instinct was to praise the police officers in Georgia as opposed to condemning what had happened here. How big a story is that in America right now? This is a huge story. And sadly, it's a story we've seen similarly before. Those two men have been refused bail uh, and they will face a very public trial uh, that will continue for months and, again, will become part of the election, I'd say. They were both arrested and they, they face charges. I think it's short of murder charges from memory just yet, but this is what they're going to face in the future. And this is something that, again, we have to look at everything through a political scope somehow in the United States at the moment, and that will become very politicised. It's in Georgia. We know the troubles that they've had uh, in that area of the America of America before. And uh, at this time and, and at any time, this has become a really contentious issue uh, and it seems like there's little defence for those two men uh, who did the shooting. I haven't heard a, a good defence given by either of them yet. A stunning statistic uh, about the number of people who've lost their jobs. 20 million people in the US in the US have lost their jobs in the last month. And I saw another horrific comparison. A decade's worth of job gains have been wiped out in just under two months. Um, what's, the, what's the administration's response, given that there must be this awful economic pressure for them to open things up, and yet, as well, in the words of Barack Obama, the health side's been in a, a chaotic mess? Well, the response has been to open things up. And, mm. and you know, we see the first movements being made by, by your government. I, I think tomorrow is when they're looking to go to, to stage two. And, and At least New a, Zealand into a, a decision, yeah. Into a, yeah, into an extent Australia have almost earned that luxury to pivot to the economy. America hasn't. There's simply this disease isn't contained enough that they can pivot to, to focusing on the economy and focusing on employment. But the Trump administration is going to do that anyway. And the simple cost will be more people will get sick and more people will die. 
because of that decision. But as you said, when you're looking at one in five people, uh, roughly at an unemployment rate of 20%, you start to wonder what the options are. And it's not a country that has a particularly good record when it comes to healthcare. Of course, in most cases, if you lose your job, you lose your healthcare. So it's not just the fact that those people haven't got checks coming in on a regular basis. It's also the worry that if they get sick, firstly with COVID, how are they going to pay for it? But then if one of their kids falls over and breaks their arm or needs to go to the, the in the ambulance, that's going to cost them a fortune. And this all adds to the stress. So the, the government has thrown a lot of money, trillions of dollars at this problem so far, and that bill will only go up. One of the other things about the US is that if you look at it overall as a country, you might see numbers trending in the right direction very slowly. But if you look state by state, it's a very, very different picture, isn't it? Yeah, and state by state where is where this problem is going to play out. And that's something that uh, further down the track is going to be hard because there will be outbreaks, as we suspect there will be in Australia and in New Zealand uh, as they open up. But the outbreaks are going to be bigger and sadly they're going to cost more lives in the United States. And it is those states in the middle of the country now that are being affected. There's a big outbreak in in Detroit, uh, I know that there's been problems yeah. uh, in New Orleans and, and, and down in Alabama as well. And I figure that as this disease spread, and as the virus spread, as it has done time and time again, that will become more of an issue. And these yeah. outbreaks it, it become uh, magnified by the fact there simply isn't the medical resources and, and fatigue is setting in yeah. across the country as well. And of course, it's getting closer to home because Trump's valet uh, got coronavirus and COVID-19. Pence is um, somebody who works close with him and Fauci is now in isolation. Are, are we seeing any change, uh, changes within the way the White House is operating because of the, the close to home nature of uh, the disease now? I'm sure there will be. They haven't been announced publicly, and I don't think we will get announced. The, the president has long seen that as a sign of weakness, and that's why he and Mike Pence aren't wearing masks. But there will be changes on the home front uh, at the White House. Charles Croucher, thank you very much, our U.S. correspondent. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. It's eight minutes now to four on Newstalk ZB.